Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Call free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southernness to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, let's go. Another edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us. Whatever station you're tuned in or if it's online, welcome to our program. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Course Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Bob and Kelly in Hattiesburg, Luke and Laurel, so the full gang is here. I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue Pit for sponsoring the opening of our show every day. We, uh, Thank the world of Justin Harris and all that gang, and uh, they they serve up great food seven days a week. Great place to cater your next event. Keep Dickies in mind if you have something special coming up, because we think you'll be very very happy with the catering that they provide. All right, later in the show, Melissa Socher is going to join us. She's going to give all you guys that listen to the show some advice on how you need to handle the upcoming Mother's Day, and a specific question for Kelly Sander that we will. We will not reveal until Can later. Can she just give Kelly like life advice? Will, will that work? I, I'm sure she'd be willing to do that as well. But Kelly could use a lot of advice when it comes to women, and uh, <laughs> hopefully Melissa can share some with him. <laughs> it's only an hour show, Bob. I mean, we have a wizard on the program, too. Perhaps yes, he could help yes. Kelly as well. Well, let's bring him on. Coach Christian Ostrander, associate head coach, Southern Miss Baseball, is uh, on the Eagle Hour with us. And, uh, you are you are known as as Oz. Have you got any advice for Kelly, Coach? You know what? I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to I'm going to let y'all handle that one with him. So, yeah, there, uh, there's even a limit to his knowledge. That's as far as that goes. Yeah. Most definitely. So uh, no, good luck. That's how about that. Good luck. Yeah. There we go. Hey, welcome back, Coach. We love having you on the show, and uh, it's been too long. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us this afternoon. No, I appreciate y'all having me. All right, Coach, so I practiced a couple weeks ago and had a chance to chat with you for a few minutes, and I asked you if this had been a stressful year in light of the fact that uh, Major League Baseball rated your bullpen five pitchers last year, two of your three weekend starters gone, uh, a kid I think everybody had counted on a lot, Chandler Best gets injured, and you replied to me that it, that it had been a stressful year, but Early in the season, Kelly took a lot of heat because he said he thought this was an extraordinarily talented pitching staff and that they would prove that. And it, it, it does seem, Coach, that they've made huge strides since the first of the year. Well, I think they have. I, I mean, I, and you, you hope for growth and, you know, as you go and experience. And, you know, each day you're older and, uh, you know, you learn something from every every pitch you make and every outing. So I think, you know, I think they have. And, uh and we're seeing a little bit of that of guys just kind of settle in and, you know, uh, figuring out their roles more and, and just comfortable with competing. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm very, very 
proud of that and pleased with that. But, uh, you know, sometimes it takes time. Last year, I felt like, you know, the gate, it was, it was pretty – you had experience out of the gate. This year, the experience had to, had to be gained. And the only way to do that, right, is to throw them in the, throw them in the fire, so to speak. It is, and um, you know, and throw them out there, which you would love to protect, especially your young guys, and put them in, you know, the as comfortable situation as you can when they get out there. And then, but we didn't have that luxury, and and uh, hopefully they're better for it. And uh, you know, not not just now, but you know, even as their career continues to unfold. And as I as I look at the at the at the names that we've seen the most of, Nick Monastere, Cross Sively, J.B. Middleton, Nico Mazza. Will Armistead, Colby Allen, Chase Adams. Those are all freshmen. I mean, one is a couple of our sophomore, but you, these are freshmen and sophomores. Billy Odom is a junior. You're, one of your starters can come back. Matt Adams, we we would anticipate Tanner Hall would be drafted. But, but uh, it looks like to me that uh, the core of the pitching staff is secure and will be the strength of the team moving forward. Well, you know, every year's a new year, and um, and this group of guys, you know, coming back will have experience, and then we'll add other arms to the mix, and uh, so you'll have, you know, uh, old and new, you know, with it, and just trying to, you know, put it together for sure, and uh, and obviously, you know, positional player wise, you know, we are old and have a chance to lose several of those, you know, whether it's through graduation or draft two, time will tell, but. Uh, yeah, so you know, it's uh, who knows, you know, that's why we'll start working on that group, you know, in August when they all get here and try to get them prepared for February. You talk about throwing them into the fire, coach, but one of the luxuries perhaps that your pitchers had this year that they didn't have last year was run support. Quite frankly, you guys are hitting the ball better this year as a team. You went out and got some sluggers that have helped put some runs on the board. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about run support and from a mental standpoint what that means for a young pitcher trying to progress well, i think it's i think it's huge i mean it's uh when you don't feel like everything's got to be perfect and you know and if you make a mistake it's not like well you know i lost a game for a team or whatever i mean it's it allows them to breathe a little bit and um, and especially those young guys or any new guy that's new to this level you know when you can go out there and, and have have confidence knowing that hey we got a lead i just go out do my job get these you know three outs six outs whatever it is um it can help relax them a little bit more and and a relaxed athlete's always a better athlete and uh you know so hopefully you know that um that'll continue and uh but no these guys have done a great job and uh, especially here the last several weeks just really really being tough at the plate and you know and and talking to other pitching coaches when you play them and stuff, you know, you hear the comments that they're, you know, it's an exhausting lineup. You know, it's old. It's an old lineup. There's no breaks. You know, you gotta you gotta execute, and uh, or you look up and bang, you got a chance to give up runs. So that's a good uh, compliment, I guess, to our offense for sure. And I have a question specifically about Cross Sively. Coach Scott Barry has has been very candid in the fact that that he has said. He just did not anticipate that Cross Sively would be, you know, a major contributor this year, uh, particularly with the fall that he had. Was there anything specifically this spring that happened where the light bulb went off with both Sively and with you and Coach Perry that said, "Wait a minute, I think we've got something here." Well, I mean, you know, to me, it's, it's him just finally, you know, finding his his identity, and and, and I say that a lot. You probably heard me say that a lot, and. But it's so true that, you know, for the first year and a half, you know, 
last year and this past that's, uh, semester, past fall semester, he was still, you know, he's tinkering with two different types of spin, two di- you know, or arm slots change and mechanically the things that we wanted to focus on, some directional stuff. He just kind of, I don't know, he just, I don't know if he just didn't buy in or, or just didn't grasp it at that point or whatever, but, uh, you know, he went over the break and, uh, and we had a, we had a really good heart to heart, you know, um, around that Thanksgiving time when, when we were, you know, closing camp. And I'm just very honest with him. I said, man, you know, if, if you don't figure it out, you know, and get yourself to where you have consistency, uh, you know, your opportunity here, you know, might be very limited. And, uh, you know, and so, I, I, you know, whatever, he took it to heart, went to work, and uh, he came back and uh, he looked much cleaner. It was simpler. And, uh, and you started seeing it. I started seeing it in our bullpens and then, carried over to a scrimmage and this and that. And it wasn't long that everybody started seeing, you know, kind of what I was telling them. And, and it's worked. Yeah. I mean, you know, Cross is a outstanding young man. He's a competitor. He's not scared. He's left-handed. That's huge. And, uh, he's got some characteristics the way he throws that are hard to teach. And, uh, so, you know, we're, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at right now without him. Look, Coach, um, what is the balance between landing a, an arm that's ready to go? verse in recruiting basically seeing the intangibles that nobody else sees and and saying we can put the southern miss you know touch on him i can get the 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 oz's hands on him and and make him it just seems as if there's a delicate balance it seems as if oftentimes we have developed such good pitchers in this in this program well i appreciate that i mean to me it's all about getting getting Good, good players, good pitchers, obviously guys that have have something, you know. That's whether and, and usually it's been guys that have more feel, you know, of, of how to pitch, and then we let the stuff grow and help it grow. And, and um, you know, Coach Mack doing a great job in the weight room with those guys. But um, you know, I mean, there's a lot to it too about the kid, you know, and just trying to find out. And, and something you don't know. I mean, you know, you're going to talk to travel coaches or high school coaches, and they're always going to say great things but when you when you have young men that you, you can talk to people that you really trust they're going to shoot you straight and and they tell you all the good things the good qualities and stuff that's when you're like all right you latch on to it but i can tell just through the time and relationship of talking to guys on the phone you know you start seeing their character a little bit how they handle themselves how they communicate and that stuff matters and uh you know and, and things like that so there's definitely things you look for but you know more importantly you, you know just trying to find you know the most talented uh, pitchers you can and and you know believe in what you believe in you know what you see and uh, I think that's the biggest thing and and it, it takes time I mean I, I mean you know 20 years ago in my career 15 years ago I probably wasn't quite as sure about what my eyes saw as I am now we're talking to associate head baseball coach Christian Ostrander coach Oz as his players like to call him we're going to continue our conversation with coach right on the other side of the break stay with the super talk eagle hour on the air
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back. We're talking uh, with uh, baseball coach Christian Ostrander on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Miss Kathleen is a huge Southern Miss baseball fan, and you can tell when you go in the store, there's lots of Southern Miss baseball apparel around Campus Bookmart. I have most of it in my personal collection. And uh, she'd like to help you improve your collection as well. Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. Also want to say thank you to Jana King, the king of clean. Their team has been working for over 35 years, cleaning places of work, education, medicine, eateries, stadiums, and worship all through the Pine Belt. And they can do the same thing for your business. For more information, you just need to go to janakingcleans.com. Talking to Coach Oz on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. All right, Coach, uh, we've got six regular Regular season games left, and then, of course, tournament play. Overall, what's the health of the staff right now? And uh, any any injuries, uh, any concerns that you have, or you feel pretty good about uh, the way all the guys are holding up? I mean, knock on wood, I feel pretty good about it. Um, you know, obviously, Matty, Matt Adams had to deal with a little bit of a grumpy shoulder and, uh, uh, you know, gotten two starts back, you know, this past weekend and weekend before. And I think we all saw a little bit of improvement, you know, of, more mental for him, I think, just getting back on that on that horse. And uh, but he's feeling good, trending up. Um, JB Middleton uh, had a weird uh, break of uh, a fracture in his foot, you know, a few weeks ago. And um, you know, but he is uh, feeling better, and it's on a tolerance type deal. And his his tolerance seems to be pretty high. And he's telling me he can go. So we'll see. Um, you know, but other than that, yeah, I think everything's, you know, all in all, you know, pretty good. Everybody's got some just, you know, fatigue, whatever. I mean, it's, you know, at this point of the year, you're going to have some bruised up. Coach, uh, from an overall coaching uh, standpoint, how how difficult is it? Your team is playing so well, 10 straight wins, leading the nation and, and, and win streak. And you've been playing some really, really good competition. But now you're playing what, with all due respect, has been – probably the weakest team in the league. How difficult is it to uh, keep the guys focused and uh, and prevent them from perhaps overlooking this Monroe team? Well, ultimately, it's up to them. You know, we can't we can't control how they think, but we can try to influence it. And, uh, you know, and just just talk about the next one. As you know, you know, Coach Barry says it all the time, you know, steady wins the race, not too up, too down, and just stay there. And you treat it the same way. I mean, you know, we know all the outside folks are going to say, oh, that's just a sweep. You know, we're going to go in there and sweep. But, you know, that's not how baseball works. That that, that team over there that we're playing, they're capable of beating our tails just, just like we're capable of beating theirs. I mean, it's, you know, you got to go, you got to play the game. You got to respect the game and play the game. It's not about the opponent. Play the game right. And usually it takes care of itself. So, but, you know, we, we talk about it. You know, we want to, we want to continue traditions we want to continue we want to win championships that's our goals from day one and we're not there yet we haven't earned anything we're putting ourselves in position to but we should, we got to finish we got to continue right i know the guys we'll get the guys in here but before i before i throw it back to them i do have to ask you one very serious question we asked coach barry mundy if he could describe from a coaching standpoint this batting stance of danny lynch like to give you an opportunity to see if you can put some explanation to, Man, to Mr. I, Lynch. I couldn't tell you. I don't. I'm scared to ask Danny a question about it. So I don't. <laughs> I just kind of look the other way. To be honest with you, it's uh, hey, whatever works. I trust him, and uh, you know, and stuff. But he's uh, 
he's something, man. He's uh, man. He's had a great career here, and uh, you know, and I, I hope he continues to finish strong with it. And uh, as we move forward, so incredible personality, isn't it? He is, and he loves Southern Miss, you know, through and through. His whole family does. So he's been a blessing to coach for sure. And um, like I said, we hope we got a lot more wins together, you know, this year. One of the things that especially worries you about Louisiana Monroe, to use your words, coach, a relaxed athlete is is a is a good athlete, and Monroe has nothing to lose. So they're the, the Warhawks are going to go in feeling relaxed, and if there any any pressure, it's the Eagles trying to secure you know a number one seed. So that might be something that worries you, but that's just a comment. Question I have is is as you work closer toward the the conference tournament, and speaking in generalities here, and managing a pitching staff, talk about the differences in managing your staff regular season as opposed to managing a staff in a tournament scenario. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of the same, but not obviously. I mean, the tournament you can only control what you can control in the tournament, and that's try to stay in the you know the the winners bracket. You get in the losers bracket, it's all hands on deck. You're going to have to get real creative, and um, you know, and stuff. And I think you know we'll be no exception to that. But you know, if you can go in and and, and your Friday guy wins you game one and saves you some bullpen arms, and your Saturday guy can go in and win you a game two. You know, well, then, you know, you're looking at a game three winner bracket style to where if your Sunday guy can do that, then, you know, you can match up. Getting a loser's bracket, that's when it gets totally different. And uh, so hopefully when that time comes, we'll be able to, you know, manage that and, uh, you know, and, and stay uh, stay in that winner's bracket to where you hopefully have to, you know, win the fewest amount of games possible. But um, it is different. I'm not saying it's not, but, uh, you know, you got to treat it as such that, uh you know, you got to win that game. You know, whatever you got to do to win that game, then worry about the next one. And the final question I have for you before getting t- throwing it back to Luke is: with all the travel ball that a lot of these kids play now, with perfect game and Under Armour and Baseball Factory, etc., you hear coaches say all the time now with pitchers, it's not a matter of when they're going to have or, or if they're going to have Tommy John surgery; it's just a matter of when. To me, that seems a, like a pretty depressing outlook on pitching in general. Your thoughts? Well, it's it's not natural what we do. I mean, you know, good Lord didn't make us to build us, you know, to to do what we do, you know, and it not be compromising on the shoulder or elbow. And uh, you know, there's ways to try to prevent things and and you know and and stuff like that. I mean, and, and try to mitigate mitigate as much injury as you can. Um, but you know, it's it's a risk. It's a risk you take every time you throw the ball. But uh, I think you just got to be smart with it and try to err on the side of caution with things and, and, and so forth. And, yes, mechanics matter. Yes, strength matters. But I've seen guys that had the best mechanics I've ever seen that worked their tails off, were strong, and everything looked great, and then, boom, it's gone. And then I've seen guys with terrible mechanics that, you know, didn't look like they were just very strong, and, you know, they go all the way through a career untouched. So it's it's random, too. But, uh you know, something you got to you know be aware of for sure, and just try to make good decisions and and not overdo guys. All right, Luke, get back in here, Coach. Coach, uh, back to the staff. Um, out pitch comes up a lot in, in terminology. How, how where, where does where does Tanner Hall's changeup go down as far as like tremendous you know out pitches and and for our listeners that they see it, they don't know what the heck's going on, but they see a lot of swings and misses. Kind of kind of explain that to them. Well, it's a, yeah, it's definite out pitch. It's a it's an alpha pitch for him, man. It's a good one. Um, you know, it's got a mind of its own. You talk to, 
you know, professional scouts, and they all ask, they ask, you know, same question that you asked me earlier about, you know, change up that sometimes I see it, you know, get, uh, you know, cut. Sometimes it just sinks. Sometimes, it, you know, it runs. And, uh, yeah, that's, I say, yep, <laughs> that's right. And, um, and it's not necessarily all in, intentional. I think, you know, he, the way he imparts spin on the ball, that if his hands, if there's just a little turn right, a little turn left, it's going to make that thing dance a lot more. Um, and I think it's a great thing, I think, because there's no way of, you know, really preparing for what action is going to come from it. So it's a definite out pitch, and it's, uh, I, I would say, it's got to go in the top five of, you know, anybody that's ever been here, you know, with, wow. from an out pitch. So it would have to, in my opinion. You could say that Justin Storm's fastball at 6'7 is his out pitch. Armistead slider has been really good. You know, about mm-hmm. about a month and a half ago, Coach, uh, we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Because uh, Maddie's hurt. Billy's coming off a little shoulder issue. Nico's having trouble. We have one starter. And now we look up. We got the, the weekend rotation. You've got your middle relief fill, uh, you know, uh, filled out with Armistead and Maza, and you got Sibley and Storm on the back end. Monastere's available to other guys. I mean, it, it's, it's been extraordinary how the shifts happened over the last month. Well, it takes time sometimes, you know, Luke. Sometimes you wish, you know, I wish knew all this, you know, two and a half months ago or whatever it was, but it just takes time. And I don't, I don't think, you know, you can forecast how everything's going to play out all the time. And, and, um, you know, with, when you, when you lack some experience, but some guys just needed to settle in. I mean, you know, I, I think of an Armistead, I think it's a new guy and, um, playing at a, at big boy baseball, division one baseball, it's a different animal than where he's ever been at before. And it took him a little bit once he found some rhythm and he, he exhaled, he relaxed a little bit. Then we, we're seeing what we see, and and um, and I think Nico, you know, falls in that too. I mean, Nico starting this year, you know, what through ten innings, eight eight or ten innings last year, and then um, you know, thrusted starting, and all four starts were at home, and he did well. And then we get on the road, first time for him, he got popped in the mouth, you know, at Texas State, and he just had a hard time. You know, that's the first time he's ever been popped in the mouth. And, you know, and I think it took him a little bit, but now we're seeing him grow, his growth and how he's competing and what he's doing, whether it's starting or whether it's being a, you know, a bridge reliever. So, um, you know, it takes time. All right, Coach, we want to thank you very much for coming on the show. And uh, there's so much still in front of us. It's an exciting time again uh, for Southern Miss baseball. And I, I think I speak for everybody in the Black and Gold Nation. We're awfully glad you're in that dugout with us whenever we take the field. Well, I appreciate that, and we appreciate y'all's support. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of meat left on the bone and, you know, ready to get after it, ready to get back out there and play. All right, Coach, thanks for your time. Look forward to seeing you soon. All right, fellas, y'all take care. All right, Christian Ostrander, everybody. The Oz. One of the best pitching coaches in the country, Kelly. Hey, in the Wizard of Oz, they say, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Wrong. Pay attention to this guy behind the curtain. The Wizard of Oz. All right, we'll be back. Good advice for Kelly coming up. Stay with us. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back. We want to thank uh, baseball coach Christian Ostrander for joining us. Great conversation with Coach Oz. Uh, Should should have had him on the show sooner than we did, but we can – we can make sure that we keep him uh, before our Southern Miss listeners uh, more as the season uh, progresses. 
Also, I want to thank 4th Street Bar and Grill for their sponsorship of the program. Great place to have lunch Monday through Friday, $9.95. And all the baseball games at Louisiana Monroe will be on the TV at 4th Street Bar and Grill, so uh, so make sure uh, you check them out. All right, before we uh, bring on Melissa Socher, a, a softball update, Luke Johnson. Yeah, so Lady Eagles taking on Coastal Carolina in the uh, first round of the Sunbelt uh, Softball Championship down in Lafayette. Uh, right now, no score. Lady Eagles have two on in the top of the third, uh, boarding at bat uh, with two out. So no score there. Lady Eagles did just turn a triple play. Coastal tried to bunt. Lady Eagles actually caught it in the air, stepped on first, threw it down to second. So a triple play in the first wow. round. All right, let's uh, let's let's get on with this now. Melissa Socher joins us, uh, owner of Mississippi Made and More. And Melissa, I, I brought you on for a couple of reasons. First of all, thank you. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted you to give some advice to our male listeners around the state of Mississippi this afternoon. Is that good? You ready for that? I'm ready for that. I think I'm capable. (laughs) All right. I think you are, too. All right. Mother's Day coming up this coming Sunday. So I've got a a series of questions here for you, right? Give us good ideas on what to buy our mothers to make this a special Mother's Day. In my store, Mississippi made this week, um, there is something in the air about buying candles. We have sold more candles this week um, than any other, and people come in and just beeline to the candles. We've also sold a lot of pottery this week, Uh, Mississippi made coffee mugs and plates and platters and little bowls and um, you know, anything that is lasting and memorable is wonderful for mom. Um, if mom is a plant lover, you have a lot of locally owned stores in town where you can go and get, um, you know, plants and even get them in a very nice, beautiful pottery piece. Um, mm-hmm. So there's places like Blooms and Hattiesburg for that. Um, but I would definitely, definitely encourage folks to patronize your locally owned stores for Mother's Day. We're all geared up and ready and this is one of our big holidays you know that we look forward to every year and just try to have everything um you know that mom would like um in my store we have local made candies i know the the turtle patties and the um um praline pecans have done well Mm -hmm. this week so a lot of people are coming in to buy the little packs of praline pecans for mom um most mothers are like me. They they love. They all have a sweet tooth, and they got to have those sweets, um, especially in the afternoon when we crave the, um, you know, the coffee and the sweets. Those praline mm-hmm. pecans or you know chocolates. Mm. Um, there's a lot of local made candies um, in our store that are made actually in Hattiesburg. So candy's good. Yes. All right. Now here's question number two. If 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 you've lost your mom, your mom has passed on, but you're married, should you buy your wife, who is the mother of your children, a Mother's Day gift? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, my mother has passed, um, but I, I would definitely, I definitely expect a Mother's Day gift. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, um, for for the littles, you know, for mom, anything is special. You know, um, you don't even have to spend any money. Um, you know, if husband wants to help the littles, um, 
you know, make cards for mom. That that's so much more special to me than a you know a store bought card. You know, mm-hmm. something that you can keep forever. Um, you know, write the date on it. You know, the year. Um, and you know which children it's from. And and to me, that is so special. So you you don't have to spend any money at all. Okay. Um, all right. Now just next anything question. Homemade. All right. You 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 don't have a wife. You don't have a mom. This is a Kelly Santer. He falls into this category. But you have a daughter who is the mother to your grandchildren. Do you buy her a Mother's Day gift? You better. You better get her a Mother's Day gift um, because she, you know, she provided those beautiful grandchildren for you. <laughs> right. That's right. Um, and, you know, you know, being a mom is, is tough. You know, um, you know, we, we can we'll take all we can get. <laughs> all right. And, <laughs> and, last, and last question, because I do want to give you some time to talk about your store. This is definitely a Kelly Sander question who's sitting right here, Melissa. Uh, can you think of any sort of gift that Kelly might be able to give to a woman where he would get a favorable reaction from the lady? Ooh. That's yeah. a, t- that's I need to a have tough a conversation no, with Kelly. No, I think, she, I think she just answered it by going, ooh. Yeah. There, there's special rules for Kelly that don't apply to, yeah. to other people. Favorable yes. response was, a, yeah, ooh. Yes, if you have an SOS that has children, um, that would be very, very sweet of you, um, you know, to, to help the children to get, you know, to get her something. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, we think that everybody um gets gifts from every direction but you know like a mom um with you know with children um you know like a single mom she might not get anything from anybody else so you know it's the people that we think get all the phone calls and the um you know the visits and always have somewhere to go on holidays a lot of times it's those people that end up you know spending it alone and and nobody gives them anything or you know calls them so you know, just just like the old story goes, if there's something you want to say to somebody, say it. If there's something you want to do for somebody, do it. Oh. Um, you know, life is just just way too short. You know, if I've, a- I've I've asked women what they'd like for Mother's Day, you know what their response is consistently, Melissa. If you want, that? they say, Kelly, if you want to give me something for Mother's Day that I would enjoy, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I love to react. I'm not believing that for a second. Go away. Go somewhere. How perfect was her reaction uh-huh. when I said a gift for Kelly and she went, ooh. ooh. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We need to have a conversation. Because she was imagining getting something from me. Yeah. yeah. Melissa, I do I want to ask you. That doesn't require a series of shots. Okay. Yeah. Melissa, I do want to add, you have a you have a store, you have great ideas, yeah. but you mentioned the yeah, candle. Something you also something you also possess is a female nose. Because if I'm buying candles, I don't know what smells good and what's not. So anybody coming in right. your store, you and your great staff there can probably help uh, husbands who are um, nasally challenged to pick out the best scent right. for uh, for their their wife or mother. Right. So um, right now, you know, it seems like lately the um, the uh, seaside, salty, um, something that smells clean, fresh. Um, I'm not all about the floral smelling candles, and there's a lot of people that um, those stronger scents will give them a headache. Um, but, you know, just anything that's subtle, like the linen smells, the, um, you know, oceanside, um, 
just something that smells fresh and, and clean and makes a woman feels like you know feel like she's in a spa. Um, that's that's kind of what we what we like, especially at the end of a hard long day. You just you just want to relax and just something that smells very very subtle, um, but that that clean fresh smell is what's going mm. these days. So what, I have a wife and a daughter. I need to be making a trip down to your store pretty quickly, don't I, Melissa? You better get busy. And yeah. and there's one question y'all did not ask me that I expected, along with um, the questions that you asked. What about um, a mother that does not have children, but she has um, dogs. She has pets, cats, whatever. Right. Um, that That's her children. That's her babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like at my house, you know, we have six children blended, but then we have two fur babies, so really we have eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that, you know, dog moms, cat moms, those are moms too, you know. Right. So you well, have, to, right. have to think about them and... And that's their babies, that's their children, and, um, you know, they deserve the same respect and, um, you know, tribute on Mother's Day um, that mothers do that have children. And I have, you know, a couple of friends, um, you know, never been married, don't have any children, and I actually, one of them texted me this morning, and she said, "Um, happy uh, happy early Mother's Day. I just wanted you to know that I love you. And I texted her back, and I said, well, happy Mother's Day to you, because any time... Um, I've needed help with my kids, you always step in, you mm-hmm. know, so you have mothered my children as well. Um, and that goes along with school teachers and anybody that's ever contributed to your children's life. Um, that is mothering. Um, that's being a mother. So um, I think all women just need to be lifted up on Mother's Day. You know, I knew you were the perfect person to call to get this advice. And we appreciate that. Where, where can people find uh, your store that may not know, Melissa? Sure. So, um, you know, for local folks, you just whip in between the Chesterfields and the O'Charlies, and you'll see our brown sign um, on the recently repainted building. It's beautiful. Um, Mississippi Made and More. We're right beside FedEx in the same strip as Best Buy and Ollie's, uh, D-Bat. And um, we would absolutely love to help everyone with their Mother's Day gifts. And we have a store full and... We're excited about Mother's Day and just ready to help everybody. This is also Nurses Week, so don't forget about your nurses. All right, Melissa, you're the best, and you know you're always welcome on this program. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Bob. All Y'all right. have a blessed day. All right. Melissa, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Melissa Socher, everybody. We've said this before, Kelly. People that don't know her have no idea what she does for other people, but a lot. But a very, lot. Very, very generous, indeed. No question. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment on this Wednesday, as previously mentioned by Melissa Socher, D-Bat. Same shopping center as Mississippi Made More on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. D-Bat on the left, D1 Training on the right. Pro shop, batting cages, indoor facilities, all there. And we appreciate their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. D-Bat, Hattiesburg. Dot com. Southern Miss still tied with Coastal Carolina. It is the top of the fourth. Lady Eagles have two on with no outs. 
Morgan line stock so far, guys, throwing a, a no-hitter. Um, has only walked two through three innings. Lady Eagles, who have turned a triple play earlier um, in the ball game, right now uh, have two on with no outs. And if that changes before this fourth segment is over, we will let you know. Track and field headed to the Sunbelt Conference Outdoor Championship hosted by Coastal Carolina. Seems to be like a common theme um, this week out in Myrtle Beach. They will start tomorrow and carry on Friday and Saturday. All of that will be on ESPN+. Plus um, Tomorrow, the 10,000-meter run and the 3,000-meter, our favorite event, the steeplechase. Uh, Golden Eagles participating in that. And then um, later on in the weekend, some high jumps, 100-meter, 800-meter, 400-meter hurdles. So uh, Coach Stewart and uh, his men and ladies out there. Speaking about track and field, Tory Bowie's memorial services have been set uh, this coming Saturday, May 13th at 10 a.m., at Truvine Missionary Baptist Church in Brandon, Mississippi. So a memorial service for Southern Miss, a track and field legend, Tori Bowie, former gold medalist, uh, this coming Saturday at 10 a.m. Dean's Memorial Funeral Home in Brandon is uh, taking care of that, and that's where uh, Golden Eagles uh, and Golden Eagle fans can send flowers, cards, and tokens of love and um, support. Sunbelt Action. This evening, Georgia Southern at Coastal or at College of Charleston, Clemson um, at Coastal Carolina, Marshall at Moorhead State, East Carolina at Old Dominion, ULM at Stephen F. Austin. Guys, that that uh, another trend continuing. That South Alabama two lane game last night. Guess what? Canceled. Canceled. It didn't happen, and I guarantee you, it's because South Alabama can't afford to take the hit and. Um, and I, I take that back. Maybe not the RPI hit because it that, that won't get them in, but the, the pitching this weekend in a massive contest against Coastal Carolina. Well, as far as that goes, we're okay with that, right? Because uh, all Eagle fans yeah, should. We want to beat Coastal yeah, Carolina. But, you know, I like to think that if we were in the same situation, that forty would not cancel a game. No, I don't think he would do that. I don't do think that. he would. Yeah. No, a couple of other news and notes uh, from Southern Miss basketball: the Golden Eagles on the on the. Heels of announcing a contract extension for Jay Ladner are announcing the welcoming of a basketball player, Victor Uwukafor, who has one year of eligibility left by way of Oklahoma and UNLV. He's a big dude, Luke. Big, uh, solid basketball player. 225. Actually, you know, he played against the Golden Eagles this past year when they were in Las Vegas. That's right. So comes, uh, so. You can't beat him, join him, I guess. So he's coming to I actually the read, Eagles. too, he was like a top 100 prospect out of high school. And, and the Southern Miss men's basketball page actually said he started his career at Oklahoma. Right, right. Yes. O- Oklahoma, then UNLV, and now coming to Southern Miss for one year of eligibility. The National Football League will announce its full game schedule tomorrow, but uh, some of the games are starting to leak, and there was – you guys cut me some slack here. There was some talk that the very first game of the year here we go. would feature a repeat of the Bengals and Kansas City cheats, mm-hmm. but we do know that that, that that will not happen until New Year's Eve. It'll actually be week 17. They're holding that game well, till. That screws up your New Year's Eve plans, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, like I got a big social calendar going. <laughs> we talked with Melissa Socher about that. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> New Year's Eve. That was just great. Now at least that was great. Now at least I have something to do New Year's Eve. Uh, the Bengals and Cheats, but the rest of the schedule will be announced tomorrow. 
And be careful what you say. West Virginia basketball coach Bob Huggins has been suspended uh, for the first three games of next basketball season and his salary reduced by $1 million for what he said on the radio the other day using a homophobic slur uh, regarding the fans. A million dollars. Yes, regarding he used a homophobic slur regarding the Xavier fans in Cincinnati. What's happened to this culture? So. Subject. Hey, look, didn't we? Uh, didn't we? May have already said this, but it seems like I saw something about a football transfer from Ole Miss. Am I right about that? I have not seen that. Yes. Uh, yes. A, a, D, a DB. I oh, think. you're you're talking. Yeah. Okay, the kid from Biloxi. Yes. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So right. yeah, Southern Miss uh, did get a a transfer um, commit. Can't remember his name. Um, it came out yesterday, didn't it? We can research it. And Does this mean Ole Miss has like become a farm school for us, right? We we pick the players off their team we want, and they, and they transfer over here. Well, they want, they want to go to a team that has a chance to win a championship. You know, I mean, isn't that hey, the idea? Just, came out, just came out yesterday, too, guys. Just kidding. Um, Malik Shorts headed to minicamp with the Raiders. Raiders. Yes. And yes. the most important news of the day, happy birthday, Will Hall. Yes. Absolutely happy coach. birthday. All, right. All you got to do today is live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. And Rebecca Hall, love you too. That's the only two there people he he's concerned and about. He, Will Hall has the same birthday as Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I only care about Will Hall. <laughs> it's true. He, he got another one in. He got it's, another analogy of the Cincinnati Bengals. It's true. Happy birthday, Coach. Yes. Yeah, happy birthday, Coach. All right, we're going to have a great show for you tomorrow as well. We're going to have Mike Federico from Louisiana Monroe on the show. And uh, Cliff Russell will also join us. Until then, Southern Miss. To the to top. Let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle. Till I'm free. I A Super Talk Mississippi media production.